Welcome to Rick's Corner, brought to you by Old School Labs, the brand I trust and the only one I put my name to. Use my code, Drayson12, on the link below. Welcome to Rick's Corner. The man, the myth, the legend. Now on with the show. back to Rick's Corner. I have Rich Bianna again, and we're going to talk about some things that you've uh, mentioned on, on YouTube and things that we're going to be really out in the front about this, and we want to talk about synthol. A lot of you guys have written in last time he was on, say, oh, he's on synthol, he's doing this, he's doing that, and a lot of the haters, of course, and a lot of the guys walk, uh, write in and they say everything is great. So we got to get this straight about the synthol, because there are a lot of people doing it, as you know. Uh-huh. And uh, let's be honest, what do you think of it, and, what, and do you use it? And let's just go into that. Uh, the truth of the matter is I've tried it. I've tried pretty much everything there is out there to try because this is what I do, yes. you know? Um, the people that have actually used it yeah. are the ones that know. And the people that have never used it are the ones that have no idea what they're talking about. Yeah. And uh, people that have used it will know that it's a nightmare, it's painful, and the muscle... It ruins the look of the muscle. Yes, completely it ruins it. Blurs it. Soft, watery, bloated. You know, the veins go away. It pretty much ruins every aspect of the muscle. You know, the, the bicep peak will be over-exaggerated, maybe mm -hmm. even to a point. You know, look like a triangle. Some of the biceps look like a loaf of bread. Yeah, I mean, it just, it just ruins the, the entire look of the muscle, you know. And you actually, it's something that has to be done almost on a daily basis, right. you know. So... Uh, most guys that do it will wear a short sleeve shirt or, you know, to hide, you know, the needle marks. Right. Or to hide the, you know, the purple bruises, you know, from injecting over and over. Um, I mean, there's some, you know, some of the crazy ones you see out there that just have, you know, they have 12-inch forearms and 30-inch biceps. I've seen them. I mean, they're actually getting, like, uh, you know, the syringes that are, like, 50cc, yeah. you know, cattle syringes. Yeah. And they're injecting, like, 50ccs at a time, just right. boom, at one time. Right. Um... And that's how they're getting that look. When you when you did it, how much did you take and where did you inject it? Well, I basically followed the protocol that everyone in the world has followed. And everyone that talks to me says, oh, I'm going to try synthol. And I already know what they're going to try because they Google synthol. They see the protocol on the Internet and they, they follow that. Okay. And uh, the protocol on the Internet is basically bullshit. It's not going to work. It's a waste of time. Yeah. You're going to go through pain, trauma. You're not going to be able to get very good workouts. And the end result, you might get a quarter of an inch on your arm. Yeah. But your arm is going to look smaller. You know, because of the bloaty inflammation, you know, that it causes. Right. Um, another thing, the biggest misconception of synthol that people have is that supposedly you take synthol and you push it in the muscle and it stretches the fascia tissue, which allows the muscle more room to grow. So right. the muscle is going to grow at a faster rate by taking synthol. Right. Well, just thinking about it logically, if you put an oil inside your muscle, you're basically the muscle can't breathe it's not getting blood it's not getting nutrients it's not getting oxygen and your muscle cells will die off so you're actually going to create a smaller arm if you continue to inject synthol over the years it's actually counterproductive as far as building a bigger arm i didn't even know that yeah so i mean the the, the things you read on the internet are are you know bullshit and all you have to do is think about it logically just use your brain and think about it if i put a gobble oil on my arm you know what is it doing right it's blocking 
whatever, you know, whatever the blood and, you know, the oxygen and everything. And, you know, it's dangerous. And it's going to break down and go through the heart. Yeah, and if you inject in a vein or artery, it could kill you. you know, that's what right. happened to Curtis Leffler. You okay. Know, he injected in his calf and he put it in an artery and went right to his, either his heart or his lungs and he died. Oh, Jesus. You know, and, and the thing is, a lot of people understand is when, when you put a syringe in and you pull back and you have air and it's all good, when you go to push the plunger, the syringe will go a little deeper because you're putting pressure on it. Right. So you might be out of a vein or artery as you're pulling back. As you push it in, it's going to go a little further. Yes. You know, and you could just be right next to a vein and boom. You know, that's very, okay. you know. It's let's, just, let's use your body for an example. And you guys watch it. If you're going to inject synthol and you're going to do the, the lateral head. Yeah. Then you've got to do the posterior or the anterior and the posterior head. Uh-huh. So you've got to inject three spots. I've seen guys just do this one and it's off balance. Yeah. So if you're going to inject this side, you got to do that side. So you need three injections on each shoulder, mm-hmm. and it's painful. Yeah. And they may not be the same. It takes a lot. If you're going to do the bicep, you don't do the center of the bicep, but somebody we know in the gym, mm-hmm. and they have a big lump in the middle. <laughs> You've got to do the whole thing, and there's several injections there. Yeah. Same with the try. Yeah. Then you got to go to the pec, the traps, and all over your body. You can't inject yourself every day 15 times, oh, yeah. and, and it's no pleasure. It's going to hurt my no, health. No, it's painful. I mean, my, basically, when I competed, my if you look at me, if you look at my bicep, I'm lacking peak. You know, I don't have that great of a peak when you look at it. You know, there's not that great of a peak. Okay. So I wanted, you know, a nicer peak. You know, like Albert Beckles. Yeah. And uh, is it that genetic? It is genetic, but synthol I figured could give me a better peak, and right. so um, I tried it, and it, it it did give me a little bit better peak, but I lost. You know, you couldn't see the veins. Yeah. You know, you couldn't see the muscle fibers. You couldn't see anything, so it was counterproductive for me. But it's funny how people look at my bicep that has no peak. And say, yeah, he's using synthol. I know. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, but he was tricep. <laughs> if I was using synthol, you know, yeah, I would, yeah. I would definitely uh, have a peak. Okay, you've <clears> achieved <throat> a lot of size in the past year or two. Uh huh. From when we did Dr. Pepper. Yeah. A lot of size. Even your forearms. Every every muscle is, everything's in order. Yeah. Everything you have is in order. It's not one bigger than the other. They all go together. Mm-hmm. It's impossible to do synthol in your whole body like that and have it be normal. Yeah, I know it's impossible. But what do you what do you attribute all this growth to in the past two years? Um, you know, a lot of it is I, I leaned out and my muscles show a lot. It's kind of an illusion because it's funny that, like, my clothing line, this is a size large. Yeah. And people will ask, they'll say, you know, you know, the biggest size I sell is a large. So people yeah. are like, I need, a, I need a triple X, you know, and I'm like, uh, no, you don't. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I, people, there's people that wear a bigger size shirt than me. But they look a lot smaller than I am. Right. You know, so it, it's a lot of it's an illusion. And you know, is leaning out. When I was, you know, three oh five, three ten, I didn't look nearly as big as I do now. You know, weighing, you know, two eighty five, two ninety, whatever I yeah, am. Yeah, I remember that. So, but yeah, I mean, uh, basically, the way I train is like we've talked about before is I go for the pump. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm constantly just pumping, and uh, I train instinctively, and I train my muscles more often than most people. I don't train like anybody else, you know, I don't, I don't follow the crowd, I pretty much, you know, I, I, I'm a leader and I kind of do my own thing and I do what I feel is the best way. You're in there every day. I'm in there every day, I train my arms three times a week, I train my shoulders three times a week, I train my chest twice a week, I train my back twice a week, I train my legs once every two to three weeks, I train my calves probably once a week. Because you know what it needs and what it doesn't. Yeah, I would train my calves more often. Um, but I just am not that into it, you know, so I haven't been doing it. But calves, I will, calves you can train every other day, Yeah. you know. But, um, yeah, but me training like that, you know, and every single workout's different, you know, different workout completely. And I think the way I'm training, training the muscles more often, Yeah. 
lighter, higher reps has really made them grow. Well, years ago, when I first started training back in the 60s, everything was three days a week. That's, that was the rule of thumb for training. You train three days yeah, a week and three days off. I remember. I followed Arnold's workouts. Yeah. You know, and well, your parents did that. workouts are grueling, man. Did your parents do the same thing? Oh, yeah. Did they do a bodybuilding? Yeah. And then as it changed, it became twice a week, and then some people are doing once a week, and I don't think once a week's enough anyway. Yeah. Uh, three times a week, I did when I was in a wheelchair, and I hurt my legs, so I went and I did upper body every day, a little bit here and there. I actually grew mm -hmm. doing it three times a week. Yeah. Uh, and hitting body parts off and on, and of course, hitting some of them indirectly, it was still working them, and it worked for me, and I, I still think it might, but I would cut my sets down. Yeah. I wouldn't do near as many sets. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, my goal isn't to tear the muscle down so much as I used to. Yeah. You know, and I'm not as sore as I used to be, right. um, but I'm continuously just hitting that muscle, you know, pumping blood and oxygen and feeding it, and um, for me, it seems to just work incredible. I don't see you training heavy either. No, I, I don't train heavy. You know, I, uh, I I train, you know, moderate, I yeah. would say. I mean, I probably train, my my lifts are probably half what they used to be. Well, I see you doing lateral raises with like 15s and 20s and that's it. Yeah, I mean, I'll start with 10s and I'll do 40 or 50 reps. Mm -hmm. and then I'll do 15s for 30 or 40 and 20s. And the heaviest I go on side laterals might be 40s or 50s, you know. Maybe. If I'm doing a photo shoot, you know, I'll grab the 70s or 80s just for the... You know, just for the reason of all the internet people saying, oh, it's all the way you can do it. That's, that's a little Joe Weider trick. <laughs> Joe Weider used you know? to make people pose like Frank with tons and tons of plates. He never used it in a workout. He said, oh, my God, look how much he's living. He got 10 plates on that T-bar. Yeah. But no one ever did it, you know. I mean, yeah. I mean people, uh, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's just, but I don't know, you know, bodybuilding and what I do, it's, it's about building the physique. Right. You know, it's not about... You know how much weight you lift, or it's not whatever. Thing. And once you start getting caught up in how much weight you're doing, you know that's where you have a, you. That's where you're not getting gains because you're too worried about the weight. See it all the know? time in the gym. And people will still continuously talk about weight, weight, weight. And it's like, you know, I'm doing whatever I can to make my physique the best it can. I don't really care about how much weight I lift. You know, yeah. I mean, if if someone challenges me on how much weight I lift, you know, we can step in the parking lot and. We can have a challenge in the parking lot, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It doesn't matter how much weight you lift in the gym, it doesn't mean It doesn't anything, matter at all. You know? If you told me you, you bench 600 pounds, I'd you say, yeah, I believe it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's all that matters. Yeah. You do what works for you. Well, you guys, see, there's your answer. You've been wanting the truth. You, you tell me about Rick Starr speaking like it is. We do tell it like it is. Rich is a gentleman. He comes here and talks about what he's done, what he hasn't done, what works, what doesn't work. And this is for your information. So don't rag on him. And don't rag on me for this kind of stuff. This is good knowledge that you're getting for free. And be happy that you're getting it because it doesn't happen every day. Thanks again for watching Rick's Corner. And be glad that Rich Beyond is here. I am. See you guys. Hope you enjoyed the video brought to you by Old School Labs. Use my discount code Grayson12 on the link below at oldschoollabs.com. Hey everyone, now you can have the Gold's Gym logo drawn by me, the artist Rick Drayson, personalized and made out to you and signed by me to frame and put on your gym wall or wherever you see fit to do so. It's a piece of bodybuilding history. It will never be duplicated again. It's the largest selling icon t-shirt logo in the world. And I'm the guy that drew it and I will draw it for you. Just go to my website, rickdrayson.com, and order there. You can pay through PayPal, and it'll be sent out right away. And be sure to watch Rick's Corner for all the videos on bodybuilding, nutrition, fitness, pro wrestling, and anything that suits your interests as far as getting physically fit and being the best you can be from the golden era of bodybuilding.
Patrick Grayson. He's the equalizer, baby. See you next time.